Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 195 of Weekly Poker Hand. And today we have Queen 10 of Diamonds in the hijack seat playing 220 big blinds deep. So it folds around to me and I'm definitely going to raise. I make it a full 300 at 5,100. Whenever we're playing somewhat deep stacked, I'm typically using about a three big blind raise. There certainly is merit to raising even larger if you think your opponents are gonna call you with all sorts of junk. But I think 300 is typically a nice size. As you get deeper and deeper stacked, very often your preflop raise size should increase just so that you're able to play big pots with your big hands, right? So I do make it 300 with queen 10 of diamonds, which is perfectly fine and standard. And now it folds around to a player on the button who I do not know anything about who makes it 1,000. So if this queen 10 was offsuit or if I had a worse hand, I would usually be four betting or folding. But I think Queen-10 of Diamonds is certainly good enough to call. Um, I should mention this is from a $5,000 buy-in World Series of Poker tournament, so it is somewhat high stakes. Presumably my opponent's pretty good, so he's not three-betting with only the best possible hands. So I think we need to stick around in this scenario. You do have to be very cautious, though, playing out of position with any non-nut hand, really. But I'm okay with this. Flop comes King-9-3, two diamonds, which is great. I am definitely not going to lead though. This is a spot where if you do want to develop a leading range, it should often be your best draws or maybe even some of your marginal draws plus some of your nut hands. But really, what nut hands do I have here? I'm probably not calling king nine preflop. I may have pocket nines or pocket threes, but that's only six combinations of hands. So, I mean, I could work hard and try to find like 12 combinations of bluffs. Maybe I want to lead with jack 10. If I have that, maybe that's a hand I want to consider leading with no flush draw. But this hand is certainly good enough to check, looking to either check call or check raise. Whenever you flop a very, very good draw, and the second up flush draw and gut shot is a very, very good draw, you don't mind just sticking around in the hand because you're going to make the nuts some portion of the time, or at least the effective nuts. So I check. My opponent bets 1,000 into the 2,150 pot. And I decide to check raise to 2300, which looking at this now, I don't think I like it. And the main reason is because when I check raise this small, I don't allow myself the ability to bluff very often because I'm giving my opponent such great odds to call. Um, I would like to be able to bluff more in this spot. However, I'm probably aware of my range here, right? Given I did play this hand and I don't have very many nut hands. Um, so if you don't have very many nut hands, you really just shouldn't check raise that often at all. And here, I would definitely say that's probably the case. So maybe I'm just not supposed to check raise with anything because I have so few nut hands. And if I'm gonna check raise with some draw, uh, draws, I typically want them to be the draws that need fold equity. And this draw doesn't really need fold equity because it's okay. I'm gonna be able to check raise the turn sometimes or check raise the river as a bluff or perhaps even for value. So um, whenever I get there. So I don't really like this play. I don't mind it. Don't get me wrong, I think it's fine to play your draws aggressively, especially if your opponent doesn't really know your strategy. But this is a board that should be great for my opponent. And unless I'm check-raising stuff like king-queen straight up for value, I'm going to have a hard time check-raising many draws in this scenario. So I do check-raise to 2300. I don't like it again because we're giving our opponent such good odds in position. But hey, we get bailed out. Maybe. Turn is the two of diamonds, which is obviously great for my exact hand. There's some small chance we're beat. If my opponent goes all in, I'm just going to call. <laughs> I'm not really trying to fold the second nut flush. It is a little bit dicey because clearly you would not think many people are jamming here without a really strong hand or a strong draw. 
and clearly I lose to the really strong hands, which are pretty much only ace high flushes. But I'm just going to bet here for value now. My opponent's going to have a lot of kings in his range. And yeah, for that reason, I think we just need to keep betting. I could certainly see going a little bit smaller, given most of my opponent's range is going to be top pair, and top pair at this point has become somewhat marginal when the obvious flush comes in. But I'm okay with this bet. I do bet 4,700 and the opponent calls. Pot goes up to 16,000. We have 17,000 remaining in our stack. And now on the river, we have to decide if we want to go all in, bet less than all in, or bet small, or check. So we have a lot of options. Well, I think checking's out of the question, because if I check and my opponent does bet with a king, and I check raise all in, or check call either one, I'm not really going to win a big pot. I don't think many people are just going to go all in with ace-king on this river. I think that'd be ridiculous. I could bet small. I definitely think betting small, like 4,800, has a lot of merit if your opponent will fold to a bigger bet a lot of the time. There are definitely some pros who I know hate, 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 hate paying off big bets on the river whenever their opponent could just easily have the, the premium hand they're representing, which is certainly the case here. So against those players, I would definitely bet on the smaller side. There are other players who will call big bets every time, though, thinking that you're just obviously trying to push them off their hand. And then there are other people who are just somewhat balanced, good players. And against those players, I would probably just go all in. And I would also do that with hands like Jack-10 offsuit, which may seem a little bit aggressive if I did decide to check-raise those, or Queen-Jack offsuit. Um, by going all in, that allows us to have as many bluffs as we realistically can. And right here, I have the 12 combinations of Queen-Jack and Jack-10 offsuit that I may decide to play in this manner. Although, really, I may not even have those hands pre-flop. I might decide to bluff those pre-flop. So it's tough to say. It's tough to say if those are even in my range. Um, anyway... I do elect to bet a weird size. Notice my opponent has 14,000 in a stack. The pot's 16,000, and I decide to go 12,200. And I don't really know why I did this. I probably thought that this particular player would view this bet size as weird and may decide to make an abnormally light call. There are certainly some players that will level themselves, and anytime you're playing against one of these players who will level themselves and you think you know how they will act, you should certainly get out of line and bet the bet that you think will result in the result you want. But I think this is a little bit too tricky and I would probably not do this today unless I, again, had a good reason to. And maybe I just did ha had a good reason to in game. Um, so I do bet this size. This is effectively all in, but not quite. This is an all in, leaving my opponent a little bit of change. And some people will think that you'll do this to try to make your opponent instead make a big hero fold like he'll think i'm trying to get him to he'll think i'm trying to get him to call with this bet size therefore he will fold or the opposite he's maybe thinking i'm trying to get him to fold with this bet size therefore he will call and i don't know what that is it's hard to actually know what your opponent's going to do but this is what we did and the opponent called so clearly it worked some people will look at this and say this worked this is great we got called by someone who had worse than our flush, but you also have to ask, did I really just leave 1,800 chips on the table? Um, yeah, we got called and that's great, but you always want to be asking, did I actually maximize value? And the skeptic in me looks at this and says, I probably left 1,800 chips on the table. So even though I want a huge pot, we probably could have done better. Always try to do better. Even when you're doing pretty great, try to do better. There are a lot of spots where you'll see amateur players slow play their nut hand really hard and get paid off by bottom pair or something like that and think they did great. And while maybe they did this exact time, 
on average, they're probably losing a lot of money because they're just not maximizing value against good hands, for example. And they're happy because they got called. But getting called is not necessarily the goal. Maximizing value is the goal. And getting called often does not necessarily mean you're maximizing value. Like imagine you just always bet one chip or the minimum every time you had the nuts. You're going to get called so often, like 90% of the time. But you're not winning any money. So getting called is not the goal. Winning the most money possible is the goal. And I came close to it on this hand, but maybe I didn't. So that's going to be it for this hand. I want to thank you all again for being here. Good luck in your games, and I will talk to you again next week.